baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Your top local stories at midday on this Friday. Indictments charging murder and injury to a child are returned against a Denton couple in connection with the death of a child. KRLD's LP Phillips reports the victim was only seven years old. Police say young Phoenix O never had a chance. The boy had bruises, burns, and puncture wounds all over his body when he was found dead April 1st. They arrested 52-year-old Todd Shaw for the abuse and the boy's mother, Sabrina Ho, for allowing it to happen. Now both are accused of murder and injury to a child. At the time of the arrest, Denton Deputy Police Chief Frank Paget said Ho initially said the beatings had taken place over the course of a week, but investigators soon learned it was far more extensive. Ms. Ho kept Phoenix out of school for several weeks to hide the abuse. Um, didn't call 911 until it was too late. Shaw is being held on a million dollars bond. Ho, 500000 Both could face life in prison. L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080 KRLD. Police in Arlington make an arrest in connection with the killings of two family members back in April. Tim Siesco with Arlington Police says 34-year-old Reed Rothenberg is charged in connection with the shooting deaths of 84-year-old George Nietzsche and 41-year-old Matthew Stewart, along with the non-fatal shooting of a 67-year-old woman. We charged him with one count of capital murder, one count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and one count of burglary of a habitation. All three victims, members of the same family, police say Rothenberg broke into their home on Ivy Hill Drive in Arlington, shot Stewart to death, then followed Nietzsche and the woman outside and opened fire on both of them. Siesco says it appears Rothenberg had known Stewart, but the nature of their acquaintance unclear at this time. Irving-based ExxonMobil says it's already spending more than any other company to increase production, and it says the federal government could do more to lower gasoline prices. ExxonMobil says it spent $118 billion around the world the past five years and $50 billion in the U.S. alone to increase production. The company says that led to a 50% increase in production in the U.S. ExxonMobil says it invested through the downturn to increase refining by a quarter million barrels a day, saying it lost $20 billion during the pandemic and had to borrow $30 billion to increase capacity so it would be ready for post-pandemic demand. President Biden sent a letter to seven oil companies this week saying profits are currently at the highest level ever recorded, saying they should work with his administration to bring near-term solutions. Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KUOD. And the average gas price in Texas off by a fraction of a cent for the second straight day. Here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we're down a penny from yesterday. With another summer travel weekend around the corner, Gas Buddies' Patrick DeHaan is optimistic. We could see prices decline anywhere from 10 to 20 cents, maybe more a gallon. I'd like to be optimistic, but oil markets have been volatile lately. Uh, But refined products 
that have exploded in price because of refining limitations are plummeting 15 cents a gallon this morning for gasoline. Diesel fuel down about 13 cents a gallon. So if these decreases stick, it's going to be good news for motorists ahead of the July 4 holiday. And we've seen West Texas crude down as much as $8 a barrel in today's session. Thanks to the ongoing lifeguard shortage, Richardson now says the Heights Family Aquatic Center will stay closed for the entire summer. City spokesperson Greg Sowell says they delayed the decision as long as they could while they looked for more lifeguards, but it seems nobody wants that job. We don't know the cause. We don't know the reason. We are doing everything we think we can do to attract more by offering increased pay, by offering flexible schedules, doing everything we can. The national shortage of lifeguards having an impact in several North Texas cities. Mesquite having to cut back its pool hours. Fort Worth just announced it's doing the same. The Forest Park and Marine Park pools will now be closed every Monday through Wednesday. And when the weather gets this hot, volunteers with Meals on Wheels deliver a lot more than just food. One of the things they do is provide that daily safety check. So it's Uh, you know, another set of eyes and ears on our clients each day. And they're they're trained to look out for signs of like heat exhaustion, heat stroke, and report them back to us so that we can immediately get our clients the help that they need. Meals on Wheels spokesperson Keith Harrison says the safety checks are incredibly important because many of their clients are elderly, making them especially vulnerable to the heat. Coming up tomorrow, hundreds of North Texans will gather in Fort Worth for the 2022 Opal's Walk for Freedom. Ms. Opal Lee, the grandmother of Juneteenth, will embark on her annual two-and-a-half-mile walk to recognize the two-and-a-half years it took for the news of freedom to reach all enslaved people in the United States. 95-year-old Ms. Lee says rain or shine, not even the heat, will stop her from her mission. I was born in Texas. I know how hot it gets. I've worked out in the sun. I realize I'm 95 years old, but hey, I'm going to start it, and I believe I can finish it. And there's still time to join up for tomorrow's walk. You can register online at JuneteenthFTW.com. The walk tomorrow morning at 10, starting at the Shambly Library. And the only original copy of the order freeing slaves in Texas is now on display at Fair Park. The Dallas Historical Society's Sean Williams says the document marking Juneteenth will stay at the Hall of State through the end of July. When I read the document, I just imagine... You know, General Granger and Galveston reading these words and you see and think about enslaved people who have this is the first time that they're hearing that they will have freedom. And I think about the celebration. President Abraham Lincoln had signed the Emancipation Proclamation two years earlier, but many slaves in Texas didn't know about it until Union troops arrived in Galveston on June 19, 1865, after the end of the Civil War. Sports Rangers look to pick up another win tonight in Detroit. First pitch against the Tigers is at 610. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.